Amen. Amen. God is so good. So I'm talking about just for a few minutes. I won't, Lord willing, be before you long as I know we have a lot to do. But I wanted to just discuss for a few minutes real resurrection and help us understand the importance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and why it's so vital to our salvation and and why it's so vital to world history, human history. Um, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this question this week in sermon prep that Job asked over in Job 14, 14. You don't have to turn to it. I'll just tell you this. It says, if a man dies, will he live again? If a man dies, will he live again? And I just started thinking about some of the great religious leaders in history some of the great founders of religion throughout human history. Moses is kind of credited with being the father of Judaism, but, but Moses died. Um, Muhammad is credited with being the founder of Islam, Muhammad died in 632 AD. Buddha, the founder of Buddhism, Buddha died in 483 BC, according to Wikipedia. Uh, Confucius, a great Chinese philosopher and religious leader and founder, Confucius died in 479 BC. Baha'u'llah, the founder of the Baha'i faith, he's dead. He died in 1892. Joseph Smith, who founded Mormonism, died in 1844. Charles Russell, the founder of the Jehovah Witnesses, he died in 1916. Jesus Christ, he is risen. He is alive. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he is risen. He is alive. Jesus Christ has no date for death. Jesus Christ is still alive forevermore. That should just, in my mind, validate our faith right there. Right there. I, I love what Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 46. You might want to write this down because it's not in the notes. Isaiah 46, 6. This is what the Lord says. Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord of heaven's armies. Here's what he said, quote, I am the first and the last. That is, I am alpha and omega. He goes on to say, there is no other God who is like me. Let him step forward and prove to you his power. 
It says in verse 7, let him do as I have done since ancient times when I established a people and explained its future. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Do I not proclaim my purposes for you long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any other God? No, there is no rock, not one. There is no other rock, not one. That's Isaiah 44, 6 through 8. Make a note of that because that's an amazing passage. And if that weren't enough, if that weren't enough, Paul came back and echoed that sentiment, same word, same message, different words in Colossians chapter 1, starting at verse 15. Here's what Paul wrote to the church at Colossae on that same message. He said, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heaven, heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things that we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He's talking about Jesus here in verse 17, this whole passage. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is the body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything, ladies and gentlemen, for God in all of his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This verse 21 says, as I conclude this section in Colossians 1, this includes you, who were once far away from God. You were his enemies. That's me too. Separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. He reconciled us. He bought us back. He redeemed us by his death on the cross. God required a sacrifice. God required a payment to be made to purchase us back from the mistake that our forefathers, Adam and Eve, made in the Garden of Eden back in Genesis chapter 3. God put in place a plan well before, well before he created the earth even that would pay for our salvation, that would pay for us to have eternal life. Let me read another one for you. Acts 2.22. It's in our lesson and our notes uh, for this morning that I sent out. Acts chapter 2, verse 22 through 24 says, this is, by the way, Peter's amazing sermon at Acts. He preached this great, great sermon on the day of Pentecost. 
in which he said the following in verse 22, men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs which God performed through him in your midst, just as you yourselves know. This man, that's capital M, delivered over by the predestined plan and foreknowledge of God. That is, that means, let me just explain that. That means this plan, the plan of salvation, the plan that Jesus would be crucified on a cross, buried in a borrowed tomb, resurrected on the third day. This plan, that sequence of events that happened some 2,000 years ago was put, put into place. That idea was hatched in God's mind before even the foundation of the world, before Genesis 1 and 1. God pre-planned, foreordained, predestined this particular process that we now call salvation through Jesus Christ. God knew it before it even happened. Obviously, he's omniscient. That is, he knows all things. He has all knowledge, not just supreme knowledge. He has all knowledge. Every piece of data, every piece of information ever imagined by man ever assembled or accumulated in the Library of Congress, every piece of data in the, the um, archives of mankind on, in computers, whatever is in the Smithsonian Institute, whatever are in the great libraries of the world, God knows all of that and knew it before one atom, before one molecule was created. Try to wrap your minds around that. No wonder God had to check Job in Job 42 and says, who is, who is this that, that darkeneth counsel with knowledge that he doesn't have? Who is this that's contaminating truth with misinformation? Who is this that's speaking about things that are too great for him, that are way, way above his pay grade? Who are you? Why do you think you know what I know? Why do you think you're able to instruct me, God said to Job in Job 42? We don't know the whole story. We don't know all of what God is doing. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says that the secret things belong to God. And those things that are revealed belong to us. So we have no ability to dictate to God or to try to second guess God. Let me just finish reading this because I'm not going to be very long after this. Acts 2, 22, I'm down on verse 23. The latter part of verse 23 in Acts chapter 2 says, you nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men 
and put him to death. But look at verse 24. But God, there it is. There it is. But God. I, I preached this sermon, but God, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago at Indian Hills. Some of you might remember when I first got into that phrase, but God. It's been a part of our lexicon now for over a decade. But I remember first preaching that sermon, but God, where I went through many, many passages of scripture that had the phrase, but God in it. And I probably should preach that sermon again in honor of Sister Thea because she took it to another level. But that phrase, but God, suggests that anything that occurs before that is changed and reversed because of that. Our destruction, our eternal failure, our death sentence, our curse was reversed because of the but God phrase. But God came to our rescue. But God offered Jesus Christ as our sacrifice. But God redeemed us and purchased us. Boy, I love that. But God raised him up again putting an end to the agony of death since it was impossible for him to be held by its power. What power, Pastor Will? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the power of death. I'm talking about the power of the grave. Job said in Job 14, 14, if a man dies, will he live again? The answer for us as believers is yes. Yes, we will. Because he got up, but God raised up Jesus. Therefore, we will be raised. Because he is risen, we will rise. Without the resurrection of Jesus, Paul says in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, when he wrote his first letter to them, he says, if Jesus is not raised from the dead, then our preaching is in vain. If there is no resurrection, then we have no salvation and we are still in our sins. He goes on to say that if in this life only we have hope in Jesus, we are of all men most miserable because our salvation hinges on the truth, the fact of Jesus' resurrection. It's the greatest event in human history. There, there's nothing else like it. <laughs> Peter wrote in 2 Peter 1, he says, hey, we haven't devised cleverly woven tales. We haven't made this stuff up, Peter said. He said, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We saw these things with our own eyes. Peter said, we didn't make this up. He was speaking on behalf of all the other the, the apostles. We, we're not making this up. We witnessed these things. We saw him. He appeared to us. Isaiah 53 says, who have believed our report? 
Whose report will you believe? I pray that you believe in the resurrection of Jesus because that is how we are saved. We are saved through his death, burial, and resurrection. I, uh, I put a chart together. I won't go into it in my notes where I showed the importance of the resurrection or the importance of the passion of Jesus Christ from God's point of view and our, our point of view. I, I might can uh, pop it up here on screen for a second just to show you what, uh, what it looks like in case, uh, in case you didn't get it. I'm going to share this with you. They can see the screen. If you can see the screen, you'll see that I have four passages of Scripture that talk about the importance of the passion of Christ, that is his death, burial, and resurrection to God and to us. But I added one more. I added the appearances of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can see that over in 1 Corinthians 15, 5 through 8. The Lord appeared to quite a few people. And uh, what, what an amazing... <laughs> what an amazing situation that the Lord just made himself available. You know, that he just, 